0: Wimbledon cast, day one picks. Apologies, the voice is a little hoarse. Recording live from the bathroom here at the Ramada and uh, don't have a water bottle. Not even sure if you can drink the water here in this country anymore. I moved to Asia for eight years and I went some places that you really couldn't drink the water. And that was one thing I always missed about the U.S. was that you could just drink the water anywhere. Now all of a sudden I come back and apparently you can't drink the water over here anymore. So you're just going to get a, a bit of a horse wheeze on this cast. But looking at the first round, uh, actually seeing quite a few interesting dogs. Um, you know, I was interested in maybe building a safe parlay centered around Pospisil, but uh, you know, while I think his game is really suited on the grass, uh, Carballe Spain is a little better on, on grass than you'd think. So we're going to safely steer clear of that, and uh, you know, we'll focus on... Uh, a nice little handful here. Um, the first match of the day, 5 a.m., Kudla against Davidovich. Now, you guys probably remember how confident we were in Pospisil against Davidovich. And the big reason for that is that Davidovich is only becoming favored in these matches because he's made a bit of a name for himself over the clay season. Uh, Grass is a whole different ball game. He is His game has really slowed down. He's played a ton of clay matches. And, yes, he's done well, uh, but grass is a whole other animal. Uh, surface transitions are very difficult, especially on young players. Grass is very difficult for those that maybe are a little bit questionable between the years, and uh, I really think we're going to have the more experienced and the very, very good on grass, Kudla, Uh, you know probably straight set him definitely uh, you know like him in four if he doesn't uh, if he doesn't straight set him and this is the kind of match where you know if you do see Davidovich come out hot and steal an early set feel free to to get a better price on Kudla Uh, I've actually seen Kudla play in Wimbledon probably back in 2014 or so it was a first round match against Pablo Cuevas Uh, it was one of the coolest matches I've ever seen they're both playing amazing and Uh, Kudlo was able to win that match in five Uh, you know it was really really cool win for him Uh, and uh, I just really thought it was remarkable how well he was playing on grass and uh, I just did a little bit of digging into his results before this pod and uh, he's maintained that Uh, he's been very consistently great on grass throughout his whole career by far his best surface um so you know, we'll take the experience, we'll take the preference to grass, and we'll take the fact that Davidovich, who by the way retired uh in his last match after the first set. Uh you know, he's twisting his back. I think he saw a trainer in like maybe in the first second game of that match, uh, never was gonna be competitive. Uh he just really struggled to win receiving points. Uh now Kudla doesn't quite have uh the serve that Pospisil has. Um, but, you know, he really does have the athleticism that, that, that maybe Pospisil lacked, and, and he can beat Davidovich at his own game. Uh, so really like Kudla at plus 110. Uh, that's early match, so we're going to go decent on that one. Uh, another one that I just think is a little bit interesting, we saw a hell of a resurgence from Andrea Seppi. Uh, on this grass court season, played a lot of matches. Uh, But uh, while he played great, uh, you know, and and he's got the experience uh, in droves, 37 years old now, uh, you know, I do think that he may have overextended himself a bit. Uh, He seemed like he was fading a bit in that last match that he lost to the Aussie Purcell I uh, Actually took Sepi live and ended up cashing out on that one And uh, he did end up fading and, and losing the break And then losing another break to to drop that one um, So I think there's a decent chance That uh, Seppi might not be fit to, to go best of five And I think maybe a tiny play on Sousa Plus 200 could be cute uh, I think my main value play of the day And this might sound a little crazy to a lot of you guys But hear me out uh, Is going to be Tiafo over Steph Tsitsipas. Uh, He's plus 480. Uh, And first of all, you know, why isn't Tsitsipas minus 1250 or minus 2000 in this match? I mean, he's on top of the world. He just almost beat Djokovic for his first major in Roland Garros. Uh, You know, it's because that setup, like we've been talking about from Roland Garros to Wimbledon on the short turnaround is brutal. I mean, you're, it's a whole different way of moving on the grass. Uh, and it's not just going from the clay where you're sliding around and you know, you're, you're running around a lot more because these points are so much longer. It's not just like going back to ground that you walk on every day like a hard court. But grass, you have to be a little bit careful. I mean, you, you can slip if you try and change direction too fast on grass. It's, it's really a whole other way of movement. So first you gotta change the way you're moving around. Second, the ball is bouncing and it's just exploding forward and, and low off the surface. Whereas in clay, you know, it's really taking, the surface is taking a lot of the speed off the ball and the, and the spin is really grabbing the court and you're getting these slow, high bounces that keep these points going on. Uh, you know, and your timing is going to be completely different. And we know with the grueling clay season that Tsitsipas had leading up to the French, then the crazily grueling French all the way up to the five-set final, uh, he's going to really struggle with timing. Uh, mentally, it's got to be exhausting. I mean, he's coming off uh, a hell of an emotional roller coaster. I mean, this dude was up two sets to love against Novak in the final and Roland Garros. And then, you know, a couple hours later, he's sitting in the, in the locker room holding that stupid plate in disbelief. Uh, so I mean, mentally, it's going to be tricky to get up for this match. And T.F.O. is a tough draw in the first round. I mean, he's already won a grass tournament uh, this year, given it was a challenger and in, in Nottingham, and he didn't really beat anybody that great. Uh, but just the fact that he's he's fresh, he didn't go far in France. Uh, you know, he's he's time adjusted. He's been in Europe. He's playing on grass. Uh, grass doesn't take as much out of you as the clay does. So. Uh, you know, I really prefer a guy to have some matches going in. Uh, you know, like we said, we love the setup with Medvedev winning a tournament this week. Uh, Tiafo, you know, he's he's played decent amount of grasses on uh, matches on grass, and and I just really like that setup. So, uh, I think there's a real good chance that he stunned Tsitsipas here. Uh, I don't know what I would actually put the price at. I mean, it's pretty near a coin flip in my mind. I mean, it's tough to. And and by the way, Tsitsipas's best grass win in his career. Uh, you know, given he's come on, you know, to become a top player pretty recently, and there was no Wimbledon last year because they had good COVID insurance. Uh, but his best win ever in his career is over Batista, good on the grass. So, Tsitsipas is not some accomplished grass player by any means. Here, he's coming off as bad of a setup as you could ever have with an immensely intense clay season crazy emotional swing in the Roland Garros final. Good luck getting up and, and getting adjusted and all that pressure on you, Wimbledon. I mean, good luck. Uh, you know, I I think I'd even maybe favor TFO a bit. Uh, so plus four eighty. Uh, obviously we we love that price. Um, that's gonna be a, a really exciting one. Um, yeah, very excited for that one. Now I mean, you know, sis is a good player. I'm not gonna say that you know, he he couldn't win obviously, but Really think Tiafo has a good chance. Uh, speaking of big dogs, and this is more of a, a cute, fun little play. Uh, you know, we, we can never back Benoit Pair with any level of confidence. Uh, the guy literally doesn't try, but uh, he's playing Schwartzman. Uh, you know, Schwartzman's been pretty sketchy even on clay. Uh, he's definitely not a, good, a great grass player. Uh, my theory with Pear is that he does actually try a little bit in the majors. I mean, the guy still likes money, and, you know, win one match here, it's probably 100K. So, you know, he could use that uh, to stay in a nicer resort when he's partying in Ibiza. But, you know, I think a little bit on him at plus 450 sounds good. Uh, Garin definitely a candidate to lose. Stanley agrees with me on that one. Uh, Zapata, plus 160, is, uh, you know, more of a, a lean small play. Uh, one play that I like is in the Feliciano Lopez-Danny Evans match. Uh, you know, two really strong servers, great volleyers, really good grass players. Uh, the over-under is 38.5. Uh, I love that 38.5 number because we could even win it in straight sets. Uh, and these guys do have you know plenty of likelihood to play a 7-6, 7-6, 7-6 match. So you know, that would get us safely a 39 realistically we're expecting this to be four sets and if it goes four sets the way these two serve uh, you know they're going to be in at least one or two extended sets and we should go fly comfortably over 38 and a half Uh, so that line's minus 125 and the last one i'll mention is kopfer plus 148 against opelka Uh, Now, this one just seems like an absurd trap to me. Uh, Opelka, I expected to see minus 750 in this match. Uh, He's got the serve. He's got the game you would like on grass. Um, You know, didn't tune up much, but, you know, you would just expect him to be a far and away favorite. Uh, Kopfer is really a clay guy. Um, But where Riley didn't open at minus 700, he opened at minus 210, and then he went all the way down to minus 167. So to me, something's up. Uh, You know, I think one thing that Kover may have going for him is that that lefty forehand uh, that he can really use with topspin to control the rallies is going to be going at the Opelka backhand, uh, which is definitely the weaker stroke. Um, But, you know, that's the value I'm seeing. I I really like Kudla uh, over Davidovich, and uh, strongly rooting for TFO. I think he could surprise some people. That's going to be you know, really uh, a really interesting match. Uh, TFO, remember, gave Djokovic uh, all he could handle through a few sets in Australian Open. Uh, so he he knows he can compete with some top guys, and he also knows that Tsitsipas uh, isn't going to be coming in with his best here. Uh, so he's chomping at the bit. Uh, you know, really think TFO can, can make some noise here. So also like him plus the games. Uh, you know, really, whatever line you want to grab, uh, you know, you uh, like to take at least plus six and a half or so uh, on that usually. But let's see what happens. Uh, You know, really excited for TFO. Kudla, I would probably rank uh, as the most likely and the best pick. And then, uh, you know, probably Feliciano, Evans over, Kopelka, Koper over over Opelka rather, uh, and then Sousa, Zapata, Pear. That's how I'd rank them, day one, Wimbledon, let's go.